Hi, everybody, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series, uh, where we are talking to successful entrepreneurs. Uh, we can query what success means another day. <laughs> Uh, but they're successful as far as I'm concerned. And so with us in the hot seat today is Steve Reinhardt. He is the CEO of a company called AITX.AI. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're very welcome, Steve. Uh, cool, buddy. So let's get into the meats and the potatoes here. So what is your elevator pitch uh, and what are you guys up to there at AITX? Sure. We see a connected future that has several different types of autonomous robots running around and performing work alongside and for humans. We aim to be one of those companies that dominate the market with these solutions. We're starting with the security and property technology industries, working for security type robots and property uh, technology type robots as well. Our products are connected via cellular, which is an essential part of the fourth industrial revolution. And uh, we just hope to be part of this changing world. Mm -hmm. So is it true, uh, Steve, that uh, your company is going to be creating uh, robot babysitters for my children? <laughs> Absolutely. In time, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's, but that's a reality, isn't it? I mean, I, I think we're kind of underestimating like the, the, the kind of value and how what you guys are building there at AITX is actually going to change the way that we live. I've been saying for years, I've been challenging people for years to suggest some job function or task that people think can't be done by robots. And then I'll go into a little description of how it can be done by robot and how it will be done by robot and how it will be done better. And yes, these changes are going to fundamentally change how our society operates, which is a hallmark of an industrial revolution. We're moving from the third industrial revolution, characterized by what microchips did for us, into the fourth industrial revolution, characterized but why ai and instant connectivity will do for us mm, amazing We've got to do another show about that all together but uh, we don't have that. time for that on this series uh steve so what is your epic story of fail for our audience around the world today you know i have uh, had a few failures right but <laughs> <Have> you? <laughs> uh, specifically you asked for the biggest one uh the biggest one put me out of business uh when i was 31 which was 20 years ago it was my first big business that I created when I was 23, and I had taken a uh, a large project. We were, we were pretty successful. We were in our seventh year of operations at the time, and we were making money. We were dialed in, and I took a, a very large project, a $14 million project, and we were only doing about $6 million or so a year. The project was going to be over two years. It was going to kind of double our size, and uh, we ran into a significant uh, change conditions on site with asbestos. And instead of me following the letter of the law, which is stop work, uh, get change orders from your customer and then continue work. What we did is we took, we wanted the project to keep on going. So we mitigated the asbestos per the proper, uh, per the proper methods, but we never got the signed paperwork from the client hmm. and the client uh, deemed uh, not to pay us. And the project was of such size and magnitude that uh, we had to close operations. Oh, sorry to hear that brother. Um, so, but uh, when you look back at that and with the luxury of hindsight, like what uh, would you do differently? Well, no, what would, what did you learn from that first and foremost? 
Three main things. The first thing is written contracts matter. Have your documents and paperwork in order. Document everything. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two is uh, as much as we might not want to believe it, uh, there are bad people out there that have nefarious aims and will take advantage of of you and will use their words casually uh, without without sincerity. And number three, if you are doing things in your life the right way and something bad happens, you will land on your feet. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, so, Steve, if you could get into the Matt Brown Show time machine and have the luxury of going back in time to, you know, this this whole story and when that was all going down, what would you do differently uh, and why? I would have immediately stopped work per the rules and uh, either force them to properly handle uh, the asbestos payments to us or uh, or walked off the job without having a loss. That's what I would have done. Mm, yeah. Um, and Steve, what is your advice to uh, other CEOs, entrepreneurs out there in terms of the importance of failing or failure in business success? Obviously, you lost the whole business. I mean, I, my pre- episode I did also was about losing a business. Many of the guys on here was like, oh, my product launch, uh, you know, didn't work or something like that, that they didn't lose everything. Um, and so when you think about that, like what is uh, your advice today to an entrepreneur CEO out there? Well, uh, the first thing is, is in preparation for our time here, I split the question into two. And I thought that there were distinct differences between entrepreneur and CEO. And for the CEO, uh, implying that they have an ongoing venture, uh, I don't really have any advice. Uh, they're in the thick of it. They're battling every day. Um, it would be insincere of me to offer some general advice. There's plenty of people out there that do that. So I don't want to, I don't want to share any advice to ongoing CEOs, but to the entrepreneur, which in my mind implies that there is no venture yet. Maybe they're at the idea stage or the very early stages. My advice is to look deep within themselves and to really honestly evaluate if they are afflicted. And I use that word very specifically with the entrepreneurial bug. Are you doing this for money or are you doing this because this is in you and this is how you are built? I would suggest that if you're doing this for money, that motivation might not be strong enough to get you through the bad times. And I would suggest you reevaluate. Yeah, I think entrepreneurship sometimes is is not not just a way in, it's a way out. You know, um, and to your point, I think knowing exactly what kind of entrepreneur you are, like why are you doing it? You know, are you doing it to make the world a better place? Because you you suffer from this problem yourself. I actually know what, like I think if to your point, by the way, I love the distinction CEO, entrepreneur. For me, they're one in the same thing. They're just labels. Mm. You're you're building something. Um, Mm. But, um, you know, if you you think about like, well, in fact, I can tell you a lot of the guys who come on the show, girls too, where they've built a hundred million dollar businesses, they woke up one morning or like, this sucks for me. You know, and then they were like, but how many other people does this suck for? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then they went off there and then they, and it's amazing how many, how much of the genesis, the seeds behind businesses that do scale, that do become successful are not uh, built through the motivation of capitalism necessarily, but they, they had this problem. They were like, you know what, let me go out there and see if I can find other people with that same problem. And then they do. And then that's when they start, you know, uh, and obviously failure is part of that process. But when they get to the other side, they've built that business to, you know, the level that they always aspired it to be. 
and and that's why I'm saying money is not the biggest motivation for I think the entrepreneurs that I know and certainly how I'm built. Uh, I need a higher purpose. I need a bigger purpose. I need a bigger mission. I need a bigger challenge than just making money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, well, Steve, thanks so much for being on the show, dude. I appreciate you for that um, and for lending your perspective on the importance of failure. Uh, just one more thing I forgot to ask you. What about books, tools, and resources? Um, is there something that you've read recently that you recommend to other CEOs, entrepreneurs out there? Unfortunately, I don't have a good answer for you there either. I'm so... Uh, engrossed in my world uh, that I don't look outside that much. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's probably a failing on my side, but um, there's just so much to do. I just plug away. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. I don't have an enlightening, an enlightened <laughs> answer for you there. <laughs> no, that's all good, dude. Well, look, I appreciate you being on the, on the show, Steve. And uh, yeah, man, I know what you guys have done and it's uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Seven years in and yeah, you guys are huge valuation wise. So congrats. I love that. And thank you, Matt. Thank you for the work you do sharing, uh, you know, allowing CEOs to share these, uh, these responses. Thank you. Cool, buddy. Thanks, everyone.